So, uh, anything happened today? Very uh, little, actually. <laughs> I will say 45 minutes. It was short and sweet. That's right. I, I did have a, is that that's it? Just like, that's like kind this of show. Moment. That's the same response that we get. Is that, <laughs> is was that, that the whole it? show? Is that it? Mm-hmm. I paid for Are this? Are we done? I paid for this. 45 minutes? I paid for this garbage? <laughs> I, 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 you know, there's a bit of follow-up to, I had predicted four uh, Apple Silicon Macs, mm-hmm. and in fact, they only unveiled three, so yeah, I was that, mistaken. The rumored 16-inch MacBook Pro built on Apple's processor did not materialize. Sorry. I mean, that kind of makes yeah. sense, though, because it like, feels... I like it always start about the things, the things they did not announce. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, John, we're not Where's being positive enough about Apple for you. Apple. Yeah. Since they've clearly not worked out how to have more than two USB ports, I didn't think that they could launch a 60-inch one. Look, they're yeah, working some, there's on There's some it. interesting, interesting sort of uh, uh, things holding these units back, right? I mean, there's that, which... And even the Mac Mini has fewer ports. And, and, the, yeah. and a pro, and then right? also everything maxes out at sixteen gigabytes of RAM. Yeah, and Wait, it, the pro, the pro doesn't have enough. I thought the pro still had four. No, nope. no, it's got two. The thirteen-inch yeah, no, pro only no. has two. Yeah, and I've, I, bu- oh, I bought the early twenty twenty-one, and it's got four. So, yeah, I think that's. Uh, I, I somebody asked if that was a a restriction of the M one processor in some way, which seems weird. I don't understand why that would be. I, you know, but I guess either it's that or they just made the decision that nothing needs, nobody needs more than two USB ports. <laughs> yeah, and nobody needs more than a 720p FaceTime camera either, apparently. <laughs> but it's got an image signal processor that's brand new. You're going to look so much better. Just low resolution. I look great in 1080p on my iMac, so... <laughs> I uh, I think it's interesting because it does seem to also draw a line in terms of the computers that they rolled out today with the Apple Silicon and the ones that they left for later, right? Like they left the iMac, the Mac Pro, and the 16-inch MacBook Pro, which, if not the higher-end, quote-unquote, computers, certainly do feel more like the beefier-like models. The, the MacBook Pro was the weird one out of this because, yeah, as we were discussing earlier, it's like it's not clear that it's actually faster than the MacBook Air. Well, it, it, they've made, I mean, there's no clock speeds anymore, right? So everything right. is no. the same chip with one asterisk, which we'll get to in a second. But they did make mention of the fact that, like, when they, because the 13-inch MacBook Pro has a fan, like, that they can essentially, quote-unquote, unleash the full power of this fully armed and operational <laughs> MacBook Pro. Um, but it's it's unclear what that means, other than it's probably faster. Yeah, it- it probably means it can run for 30 seconds before they throttle the CPU yeah, yeah, rather right. than 15. Yeah, more about sustained speed. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting, but it's still, I mean, the numbers they're quoting certainly are uh, promising. I don't know. That's kind of what we expected to hear out of this is better performance, better battery life, uh, especially compared to... The, the battery life was honestly what boggled my mind the most because I think like there's all kinds of different audiences for Apple stuff. They talked about how the, the Air is their most popular uh, Mac that they sell. And like there's some people who just care benchmarks, 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 which I totally respect. But at some point, it's to me very similar with the iPhone where if you are not a true pro user spending hours in you know a final cut or that's sort of thing these things are generally fast enough right like yeah. it's as it's faster than you are <laughs> so you i can't think that's it. why they've gotten rid of the clock speed stuff is because they don't yeah. most people but 
don't care, but it is a staple and it feels weird to not have it. I think the problem comes when the next level of machines come out, like in a year or two years' time, and it's like, do well, they just still have no numbers? No, they're the M2. They're the M2. They're one better. It's going to be an M2 chip. <laughs> that's exactly. Well, I mean, that's exactly what it's going to be. And it, it got is. weird in the last number of years, anyway, because the clock speeds were you know because of Intel's, a lot of times yeah 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 the yeah, clock yeah, speeds yeah. have gone down even though you know like turbo boost up to but i think from a lot of people it became meaningless yeah i don't think anybody knows how to gauge that as much anymore with the exception of the like super nerdy people who who care about yeah. these things but i think the vast majority of people are like i don't know what a one what the difference between a 1.1 and a 1.3 gigahertz processor really means to me on a on a day to day basis, and and have never never done it with the phones. If you think it's hard to get your point across on a three host episode of this show, try doing it on a four episode. But the only point I was going to make in my prior <laughs> sentence was hold on one second. That's why I this was the first time that I that I thought that their battery topic meant anything because usually like oh you know it's you know seven hundred hours of this and twelve hours of this and it sounds like nonsense. But the numbers if if the numbers that they claimed for the MacBook Pro hold up, that's insane. Like that's it's 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 as long lasting as an ipad at that point in real world use was my inference from that which i've never found any mac laptop to be like those are two totally different worlds i can use my ipad all day never plug it in and be fine and charge it at night but i've never felt like that about a, a mac that you could use it unplugged in that way and if those numbers are true like that's really affecting users i think in as a real way. someone with a macbook that only lasts about an hour and a half on battery right now <laughs> it seems incredible is what i'm saying i mean that in a literal like unbelievable sense what you can i could sit here all day and use my laptop that's that's a lie we'll find out but yeah i think you're right that's that is the metric i think that i think lex you're right that the performance curve has flattened for most people right like yeah even with the i know we talked about the ram being like 16 gigabytes of ram but it's like even that is something where i don't know james if you maybe you can speak to this but like depending on what you're actually doing with the computer there's other things that may compensate in some ways for that i mean i i don't know that you know i bought more ram for mine because i always feel like you can't have too much but uh, it seems like maybe they're the the processor can help offset that i mean i think it would be interesting to see just real world but things like xcode will eat as much ram as you can give it i it's just the thing that gets me is there's a number of these things especially on the because i bought this macbook pro the the early 2021 comparing the two of them it's like okay this thing might be faster and it might have more battery life but you know can't have as much memory there's not as many ports and things and it's like i'm kind of glad that i bought the machine that i did can i ask a question that i don't intend as a joke in any way i'm genuinely curious do you think that they will change the name of xcode to 11 code or something no. like i'm pretty sure the x and x code is for os 10 no uh i think it was just because at the time x was cool yeah and that's <laughs> right I, that's right. it's also happened. pronounced x and not and not 10 so. yes 10 code, 10 code. it's not 10 code i think they'll just they won't just call it code in the way of all apple programs to be oh, as God. generic as possible apple code <laughs> no i think like it, it's been x code for what 20 odd years yeah about 20 years. what's the point in changing it i mean it's only people like me that see it so <laughs> they could put it on the other end and make it codex you should be very proud (laughs) i am uh one of the one of the things i thought was funny today was how they kept comparing speeds to previous processors (laughs) and did not mention intel at all well, they did. Yeah, I it's thought like, that that was too prompt, right? One, yeah. that was to not be shitty to Intel, yes. and two, it's processors in their own computers. 
Right. Like, it's what they use in every computer they've ever sold until today. They did compare it, well, well in the last 15 years. I mean, they did yeah, compare it yeah. to Windows laptops, although not, again, mentioning Intel by name. But yeah, you they're know, happy to stick it to Microsoft. Just not, sure. Uh, I mean, who wouldn't be? I mean, isn't it? Isn't it like was it a Mad Men? The kind of I don't think of you at all kind of right, way of right. dealing. Don't with name Intel? your competitor. It just gives them power. Leading yeah. brands. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, those again. Those numbers are are big, right? Like as I think some other people were saying, like we're kind of used to increments in like the oh, it's you know fifteen percent faster or something, but like. 2x 5x like the numbers are throwing around there like again it's hard to sort of conceive of what that means in everyday stuff but you know they tried to sort of bring it home to concrete examples like apps that launch instantly computer waking instantly from sleep like that kind of stuff which seems (laughs) so okay you've opened the door so let's walk through it let's talk a bit about several things surrounding this the fact that the computer wakes instantly at first when they said that i was like well that is great right like the way that the iphone is just on when you tap it or whatever is good i haven't noticed though that my macs don't feel like they're doing that particularly with a laptop which has that whole like lift the lid up time for it to wake up anyway mm-hmm. so i i haven't noticed this is a thing that needs help like and they literally showed in that moment <laughs> craig like peeking to see <laughs> that it was already on <laughs> which is not a use case that yeah, complete with Isn't barry it? white music <laughs> <laughs> and, and him making a face. I think that's the first thing I'm going to do. I don't mind a joke. I don't mind a goofy bit. I, I, if we don't all recreate that moment when we get those laptops, then we're, we're not What right. did amuse me about that is that you reminded me something that I've noticed happening every once in a while. I'm, I'll, I'll be sitting at my iMac, and my MacBook Air is on like the other desk in the room, which is about four feet away. Every once in a while, I will get the little notification on my watch that the MacBook has unlocked itself when it's closed yeah. and not doing anything. And I'll be like... Is somebody hacking me right now? <laughs> they are dead. It, it yes, must be some... It, I think me. it gets a notification or something every once in a while, and then it, like, kind of wakes up. This has only been on Big Sur, so I assume maybe something that they changed to support the Apple Silicon in terms of, like, that instant wake is maybe triggering on the... Even on the Intel machine? I don't know, but it's weird. <laughs> I think your hacking theory is probably more accurate. That's probably true. That's probably true. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I have been noting that since I upgraded my apple watch and ios that um i can't use my apple watch to unlock my mac anymore it just oh, won't work that, and that so it'll go away eventually about, good news <laughs> yeah well dan was talking about just i was like oh let me check again and when i checked it was like mm, you have to turn on bluetooth and wi-fi and i have bluetooth on but i just turned wi-fi off because i want to make sure that i'm using my, my internet board now i don't want to turn wi-fi back on mm. so now i don't know what to do I will tell you, I have that. I've had that problem intermittently for years, and the answer is I remember turning it off, like turning off that feature and resetting, starting stuff, and going through the the black magic process until eventually it just starts working again. Literally, all you can do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like copy and paste be- between machines. Yeah, it's like it's the same kind of voodoo related to that. I had one the other day where I was trying to post gifts on Twitter, and I went to the GIF folder I have on iCloud Drive, and it just like. 10 of the items were just spinning with like the waiting thing like uh, mm-hmm. they hadn't synced over and like is there a way to force them to sync over nope <laughs> i just gave up i was just like nah this wasn't this important but it's frustrating <laughs> my i turned on wi-fi you guys and my mac was unable to communicate with my apple watch i should make sure my apple watch is unlocked and on my wrist and that my <laughs> iphone is unlocked and all of those things are true so fuck you <laughs> that's the right answer <laughs> 
So Dan, please come fix my Apple Watch at some point. All right. I'll be right there. Hey, it worked this time. I just did it again and it worked. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, Dan. Done and done. That's service. I told you. It's a service I provide. So Dan, you you bought one, huh? I did buy one. I did buy one. And now, I've now of course, I've spent the last hour second-guessing my decision. <laughs> That's what we do here. <laughs> that is the order way. Order a second this one. Is the way, yeah, man. I, oh, man. I definitely thought about ordering. Should I just order? Because like, then I was worried if I cancel my order, uh, now the if I buy a new one, different one, that won't ship as early. Uh, anyways, I'll stick with it. You, you, get, you get days to return, right? You can yeah, order a second like two, one. It's like see? two weeks. So I'm going to... Yeah. I'll give it time. I, I've been waiting in case Apple's going to send me a free one. Because, like, with the previous processor transition... I've been doing that for about 10 develop- years, James. It hasn't paid off yet. <laughs> yeah, Not nobody, nobody, oh. And nobody has figured that out yet, right? What happens with the dev units? No. I mean, not that I'm, I think I'm still allowed to say that I have a dev unit. <laughs> but uh, if I had one of those sitting on my desk, the last right. time we went through this... Um, they swapped it out, right? They surprised us, and they sent us a, a free Intel iMac, the first Intel iMac. So, what if yeah. they sent you another free Intel iMac as a celebration? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I would use it. It wouldn't be nothing. It seemed like they just sent <laughs> you one. But it also one... would not be helpful. It seems like they just send you a new a new Mac Mini in place of a dev kit, right? It's yeah, the same I mean box. that that would be the, that would make the most sense. But I think what would make the most sense is they don't send me anything. That's probably <laughs> true. You don't you don't get you don't get to be a company with as much money as Apple has in the bank by giving people free computers. That's for sure. Exactly. Uh, this is not two thousand and five six Apple. This is uh, you don't get a computer. Quite you a don't different get a computer. Com- yeah. The more money you got, the less willing you are to to, to part with it. Yeah, I mean, so I would probably buy a Mac Mini. Uh, I think that's what I would get out of this. But I'm just sort of waiting and waiting, just looking at my inbox to see if there's any sign of an email from uh, developer relations. But don't not panic. Yet. Don't panic. Well, I bought a I bought the base level Air because I I looked at my current MacBook Air, which also only has 256 gigabytes of storage, and I was like. That's fine. I don't actually store a lot of files on it. Like everything is Dropboxed, and I don't do a lot of like, like you know, storing big media you files. Just, or whatever. You just write text. text yeah, is exactly. Small. It's small. Yeah. And edit podcasts, which are quite large, but I rarely do that on my laptop. You delete all the private tracks after we're done. Oh so yeah. No, he doesn't. Bad. He keeps them. <laughs> I archive everything. But I I upped the RAM to sixteen, thinking that was probably worthwhile. And then, yes, yeah. uh, I would, then I noticed only after that, did I notice that the base level has the slightly fewer, it has seven GPU cores instead of eight GPU cores. I'm not sure that will make any practical uh, uh, difference uh. for me at all, <laughs> but it was definitely that moment of like, oh no, am I getting a lower class of computer now? Yes. Maybe I should just spend the extra money. I know, but I do. do uh, I have to spend like $250 more. Dan, it won't matter because this thing's going to be so fast with that M1 in there that you're not even going to care about your core count. You're going to be like, wow, I'm blazing at M1 speeds. That's, yeah, was that's it, what it I want to hear. Five times GPU speed. I mean, and so. keep in mind, my MacBook Air is from 2014. So it's a lot faster than that. Okay. It's, it's probably more than <laughs> it's a five. Lot faster. Your dice are going to roll so fast. You're going to do fine. A lot faster, but I it's the it's the it is definitely that old like I used to always worry about getting like buying something and then ah, I should buy the best thing I can buy and I would get very anxious about it and so I'm trying to like talk myself down. We have lots more to talk about, of course, with James, but I want to let all of our <laughs> listeners know that this episode of the Rebound is brought to them by Hotjar. Do you have a website? Come on, you're listening to this show. You probably have a website. Do you put time and energy into getting that website live? 
Do you want that hard work to go to waste by not knowing what your visitors are doing when they visit your site? Of course not. You know that each visit to your site is an opportunity to gather important data to help you convert more visitors into customers. But you might not know that you can unlock that data with Hotjar. Hotjar is a behavior analytics and user feedback service that helps you understand the behavior of your website users and get their feedback through heat maps, session recordings, and surveys, which helps take all the guesswork out of how visitors use your site, making it easier to convert visitors into customers. Uh, I, I don't know, Dan, you and I both used to work at Macworld, and yeah. we loved analytics stuff because you got to see who read what <laughs> and you got to see like, um, what, what should we write uh, you know, more how about far people scrolled down in the article <laughs> yes the worst part was always seeing how far people scrolled in articles because never far enough <laughs> but, always but if true. you have a website always true. you should be using hotjar because you want to see everything about how your people are using your site you can learn more right now at hotjar.com and if you want to try hotjar business right now for free for 90 days yep three whole months with no credit card required you can just click the link in our show notes, see how visitors are really using your website, collect user feedback, and turn more visitors into customers. And when your 90-day free trial ends, add your payment details to keep the business plan or downgrade to a free account. Don't miss out on that important data from your site's visitors. You can learn more at hotjar.com. And if you want to get that 90-day free trial, click the link in the show notes. Our thanks to Hotjar for their support of this very podcast, specifically The Rebound. I never hear Lex doing these things live. He's really good at it. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like it's part of his job. Why we pay him the medium bucks. We do have some questions from listeners from Rebound Prime subscribers. Do you guys want to hit those real quick? Let's do it. Sure. <laughs> that was too long a pause. Your friend of mine, Billo, <laughs> Billo, who's listening to the live stream right now, says, greetings on this joyous week of new presidents and new Max. We don't like to get political. Thank you, Lex, for working the polls and protecting our democratic process. You're welcome. It's all my win. Uh, my question <laughs> is this. Why do you hate Brian Williams? <laughs> I didn't read it. Why do you hate Brian Williams so much? Do you have an internal, an internet beef with him? What did he do? Please tell all the most salacious deets. That's a question for me because I complained about not wanting to watch MSNBC's coverage during the election because I don't like Brian Williams. Uh, if you remember his... Because he lied um, about being in the helicopter thing? Not that one. No, it's just his scandal from a couple of years ago where he had like the button to lock the door in his that office. Was that was Matt Lauer. sexually harassed. But, but Brian Williams did something horrible too. <laughs> did he? I, let's just, sure let's that, just agree they're all horrible. <laughs> I mean, that's definitely possible. You're right. I was, I was absolutely thinking of Matt Lauer, but Brian Williams also awful. I'm trying to think of what his controversy was. It was the, it was the helicopter thing, wasn't it? It was the thing where he, just he that? yeah, he, he misrepresented to lock his helicopter. No, he misrepresented being in the, um, basically that he was in a military helicopter that was shot down while he was covering something in Iraq, and then it was later on disputed that he was basically, you know, he was not in that helicopter. <laughs> Like, so so I hate him for, for the wrong reasons. I hate him for confusing him with Matt Lauer. But he <laughs> does have an ongoing history of doing that. Like, it's not just that helicopter. Yeah, I think it's there were some things of, I've been there. Like, I was at the Berlin Wall. He, yes, where he misrepresented. <laughs> I was with the Navy SEALs. Yeah. Yeah, where he misrepresented, like, you know, his basically his closeness to certain things that happened in news reports, which is bad. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think it's like Matt Lauer. No, he's not level Matt Lauer. Bad. Bad. Yeah. So I regret the error. Yeah. Next time I'll watch MSNBC. Anne writes. How do you get an invite to the Slack you always talk about? LOL. Banter aside, what exciting products is Lex planning on buying on Black Friday this year? And how much of it will be from Amazon? Nobody gives a shit what the rest of you are buying. Um, at least Anne doesn't. 
<laughs> these are more questions for Lex than for the. Who picked these questions? It's all I, we read. John, every question. James, you guys want to take a coffee break while Lex answers questions? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, like, all right. I'll see you uh, over uh, the coffee floor. The, we'll get yep. See at the to join the Slack, tweet at Moltz or Dan. They'll invite you in. Nope. And then finally, Moltz, <laughs> here's some questions for you. Uh, this is from David. David says, "Hi, chaps. I guess he knew James was going to be on the episode. Hi, chaps. Thinking <laughs> about season two and three of Ted Lasso, mm. which I'm sure is something John Moltz does constantly. It's true. Do you think that the writers would have got more mileage out of dropping Lasso and Coach into a whole new sport and unfamiliar culture with a fresh raft of supporting characters and situations, or are you happy with him continuing at Richmond FC? Much of the fun in the series came from Ted and Coach winning people over and assimilating to British culture. I'd like to see them doing that again somewhere else. Say rugby in Ireland or cricket in India. Thoughts, please? That's what I pay you for. Cheers. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, I agree with the basic premise that it, yeah. that it was... You know, that was part of the fun, definitely. Um, and I do kind of wonder where they're going to go with that next year and the fact that he is basically won over the entire team now. And um, that was the whole premise of the first season. Now he's got, he's got to win over the whole league, John. Well, I guess so. I mean, yeah, maybe maybe the world. Um, <laughs> all of England got to get back then, into the, the, the entire league. world in se- season three, right? Well, the aliens show but, up but in I mean, season three. You know, but I think the... the yeah. And now that we have a cast of characters, we can't just like switch to. Yeah, we can't abandon. I like all those characters, too. I think it would be, you know, we've we've learned and grown to love so many of them. I think there's plenty of more stuff to do in the current environment. That said, I do think it would be very funny to throw him into like curling in Canada or something. (laughs) Like, I I think there's a lot of potential for for uh, for funny situations in the future. We'll see. (laughs) Curling would be great, actually. Curling would be funny. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that is all the questions. Nobody's okay. got any questions for me. Okay. Oh, uh, it's Dan, fine. When is the next novel in your series coming out? Says listener, real person, not fake man. I can't even answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're not even ready for these questions, Dan. I, <laughs> We've been researching. I wasn't John giving them I ahead have... of time. <laughs> this guy reached from a card. <laughs> Rest in peace, Sean Connery. Rest in peace, Alex Trebek. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'm the next one getting something. What are you getting? My phone is my phone arrives on Friday. Ooh, or does yeah. it? I've intercepted it already. <laughs> it's very nice, John. It's small. It's very mm-hmm, light. I'm really, really enjoying yeah. it. Uh-huh. You're just going to swap it for a Max and send it back. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Dan's that's the smallest that. one. That's yeah. the smallest one they had. That sounds, like, that sounds like Dan. That sounds like me. I'd probably do that. Well, are you excited, John? The reviews are out. Yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I'm always excited to get <laughs> to new get Apple new stuff. things. I mean, I'm not, I'm not made of stone, Dan. Um, <laughs> barely made of anything right now, but it's not, you know, I mean, I, I don't, I don't expect it to change my life. You guys don't, you guys didn't even seem that impressed with the phones at all. So, um, I, I I'm going to be happy with it. I'm going to be happier with it than I, the phone that I currently have. Uh, but I don't really hate the phone that i currently have i just want a smaller one so that's what's happening well it's also much better than the phone you currently have (laughs) it's not like i mean we went from the yeah i mean we went from the 11 pro to the 12 pro that i admit fully that that is a minor update but you're using basically you're using an se which is you know an old style phone you don't have the edge screen you have frankly terrible cameras let's all agree just garbage cameras uh there's probably other things that suck about it i don't remember i don't think i've noticed <laughs> frankly but well i have you read all the reviews of the the 
minis and pros and stuff i have read some of them the thing that i find the most disturbing um which i found out from a conversation with um matthew panzerino on twitter is that the camera bump because it's a shorter phone the camera bump means that Mm. it doesn't sit flush against it's probably not going to sit flush against any of the stands that i have so and they don't work (laughs) there was some question i know so the charging all the charging stands i have will not work with this phone that's pretty funny. I wonder if you could do something as simple as could you like just put a small piece of like foam or something on the little like ledge and just push it up a little bit? That's I'm kind of wondering if that's yeah, I mean that's that that's going to look awesome. Otherwise but, uh, I will that, sell that, you that, my old or Samsung turn the phone sideways. I've got a Samsung Qi charger here which is shorter I think than most of the ones you have so we can we can yeah. work something out. I don't know. I did I did end up ordering the MagSafe charger because it was I, I was thinking, well, I got nothing to charge this phone with other than a cable, and I'm not going to do oh, that the, like okay. an animal. Not the not the not the Duo one, which isn't. You saw that the uh, the Duo one, the MagSafe Duo charger, also um, review units of that were handed out in a bunch of places, and every pretty much everybody panned it because it's yeah, so yeah. freaking expensive. Yeah, I was shocked by the reviews on that duo charger which doesn't include the brick plug or yep. cable and is it a device <laughs> it has a cable it has, it has a cable bucks, right it has a cable but no brick is my understanding oh i thought it didn't even have the cable possibly. that would be pointless I, I trust you but like not having the brick is bonkers for a device that you're buying to charge if it has the word charger in it in the yeah. name yeah and and it only has it requires if you want that fast charging the the expensive the 20 watt brick yeah so it's really like $140 or something, $150. I don't remember. It's expensive. And it's like, yeah. if it were $50, that seems pretty reasonable. Like, you know, or if even if it were like 60 bucks yeah. and included the brick, maybe fine. But like, yeah, it's <laughs> Apple and wireless charging. It is, uh, <laughs> it has had some they're, trouble. They're basically trying to make up for the losses of the previous the charging air, The air power. Yeah. Charging everybody twice. That's exactly. We invested so much <laughs> they're, money. They're paying themselves back for the air power investment. Yeah. There's one, uh, there's one wireless charging PNL that is really trying to get his house in order. <laughs> are they saying that the new, that this, this charger, when you're using the 20 watt charger, are they saying that it is less, less wasteful than other Qi chargers are? Like, are they saying that it's capturing most of the power or are we still wasting bunches of energy when we do this? I, I don't think Apple has magic electricity that they've invented. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you sure, though? So we're saying it's still wasteful. Yes, probably. It's certainly more so, it seems like, than just having a cable plugged in that you're not connected yeah. to. Oh, yeah. Right. right. Well, I'm going to keep plugging my shit in because I care about this planet. I, I thought there was some mention of MagSafe being slightly better. Um, and I don't, I'm not sure about that, but I thought that the fact that the coils are lined up better because of the position, you know, because the magnets make them line up better that you're, you're wasting I don't think that less, actually but, has any implement, I don't think it has any influence on like when it's plugged in, but not connected to your phone, which is when it's bleeding off power. Oh, that's not even what I meant. I just meant that I've read that these devices. No, yeah, no, I don't think, yeah, I didn't think that was the question. Right? Like that these devices use more power to charge you the same amount ah, I see what than you're saying. if you plug right. in the cable. Okay, yeah. fair enough. My understanding was also that a lot of the Qi chargers, when they're plugged in, but not even like you don't aren't even using them to charge things, they are also consuming more power than just a plug that is plugged in but not connected to a phone. Like they just have a baseline power consumption that is higher than a wired charger. James Thompson, the nation turns its lonely eyes to you. <laughs> I, I was just, I was waiting to see how long that pause would go on. To, like, Too long. Does anybody have any scientific knowledge in this field, in this room? No. Okay, <laughs> moving on. 
cool <laughs> but beans. You're, you're gonna love your camera bump molds i i will say that on the uh iphone 12 pro that's what we have dan right yeah the yeah. iphone 12 pro uh the camera bump and my clear case combine to get really squeaky sometimes like if i put the phone down or pick it up in a way that it rubs across a table just right it makes a much louder noise than any prior iphone i had did just i think because of the size and shape of the bump in the case surrounding it i don't know so hmm. maybe you'll get that too all right I do want to talk about Ted Lasso some more. How do we get you guys talking? <laughs> well, you were saying we were talking too much and you couldn't get a word in edgeway. So when I were being quiet. Yeah, I know. I know. I have too many words. This is the awkward overcompensation, uh, which, you know, I'm very familiar with. The, the one thing <laughs> that I don't know if we talked about too much was the fact that the RAM is now on the chip. So yeah. basically, particularly for like the Mac Mini, right? You can't, you can't, you'll never be able to upgrade the RAM anymore. Right, which was already the case with the laptops, right? Like you couldn't update yes. RAM and laptops, yeah. really. Yeah, but the, but yeah. the last the last but Mac Mini, it actually improved things again because they had upgradable. gone back to letting you upgrade yeah. the RAM and upgrade the hard drive. And got, now we're back in the position where nope, none of this is going to be changed. I got to be honest, I don't. I, I you know, it surprised me that they reverse course on that with the mini. But you know, moving to Apple processors, I think that's just a casualty of doing business there. I mean, if you want the performance right. benefits of that unified memory architecture, which they like talking about a lot, then your the trade off is you can't upgrade your own RAM. Dan, they're just saving you from having to ever open up a Mac Mini again. <laughs> This is all for Dan. You know what? I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I did put more RAM in my iMac recently, uh, which was nice because I have the one iMac that you can do that. The 27-inch, you can do that on the t- little smaller one. You cannot. But, it, you know, everything's been moving in that direction for years, right? Like, I don't know. People probably still ding iPhones and iPads for not being able to upgrade the RAM on them. <laughs> you don't even know how much RAM is in your iPad. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I got to look. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, well, I don't. Okay. I, I I thought that today's event was was well put together. I've, Apple's obviously Tim crowed about the fact that they've got uh, that this was their third such event, and I think that it only works. It, well, not only Apple could do whatever it wants, but I think that it was uh, accommodatable for Apple because they were all virtual and they could you know record them all ahead of time. But I thought this was a nice event, like you said before. I think that it felt short and well paced. Although I did think in the they spent a lot of time. Uh, being very nerdy, and so I, I was, I found myself wondering in the first quarter or third of the event, even who is the audience? Because like with WWDC, the audience is developers, but lots of other people watch. And here, it still felt to a large degree like the audience was developers for that yeah. first third, because a large portion, myself included, like I'm, not, I'm not putting myself in the developer seat, like are definitely glazing over at yeah. some of the things that right. Johnny I- was talking about. I think the audience for this is people who see John Hodgman at the end and have a wry <laughs> chuckle, rather than people who look at it and go, why is there an old guy dancing? <laughs> I uh, I was surprised by that. I like that they had no fewer than three, no fewer than three Johns. They had John Turnis, Johnny Srugi, and John Hodgman. <laughs> yeah, John Hodgman is the only part of that presentation I missed. I had to jump on a call, and so I didn't get to see him. It was the I best part. John Hodgman there is a, there's a clip of it, by the way. I Somebody posted it. I'll find it for you, Lex. I'm sorry, John Hodgman, if you're listening, that I called you old. I don't mean it. <laughs> don't you? I thought you just called people who enjoy John Hodgman old. Yeah, no, no, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I really want to know now who's older between John Hodgman and James Thompson, because I don't know the answer. Um, we could find this out. That's a good question, actually. John Hodgman is 49, was born June 1971. I am 48. Ooh. Suck on that, Hodgman. Yeah, really. No, wait a minute. I'm not. I'm 47. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> you don't even know how old you are. I had, 
<laughs> no, I, I've reached that age that I don't know how old I am. It, it's much like the the uh, clock speed in a processor. You don't need to know. Uh, listener Joe Cab wants to know if we've decided whether he actually shaved or if they use special effects on his face since he has been facially haired. John Maybe Osmond they used the, the Superman uh, mustache yeah. removing <laughs> software that they developed <laughs> for um, Justice League. Yeah, they, his, uh, Henry Cavill's mustache and John Hodgman's beard are off together in some magical land having adventures. <laughs> Yeah, I would watch that show. By the way, we should. I don't ask know. Chase I, I would not. I would absolutely not watch that show. Oh, you're missing out. They hang out with Ted Lasso's mustache and Magnum's mustache. Disembodied and- facial hair having adventures sounds so vomitously disgusting to me. I could not. <laughs> nope. <laughs> wow. All right, we found Lex's soft spot. Yeah, I don't <laughs> One know. Of I, many. I, I I saw. I was listening to an interview with him recently, but I think it might have been something that was taped a while ago because I heard him on the radio. But I think it was from like. Might have been wait wait don't tell me or something, but it might have been one from like way earlier this year. But I, there was definitely something recently where they were talking to him about his beard. So maybe he did, maybe he did shape for this. I'm just wondering why they, you know, like <laughs> Justin Long is he sitting at home feeling like miffed that they didn't ask him to come back? No, I think Justin Long asked for too much money. I, I um, guarantee you that's what happened. There's no doubt in my mind that that's what it is. That wow. Justin Long was like, I need five hundred thousand dollars because they would have had both of them. They would have had both of them back if they could and justin long was like either you know he's retired i don't know has he done he's no he's 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 still working but i I wish no ill will towards him and i I just know from my world of dealing with talent in the podcasting space (laughs) are we talent while people come in no not (laughs) even this is where i take a break from work (laughs) i knew that was gonna be i'm gonna need five hundred thousand dollars to come back for next week's episode (laughs) but 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 i don't know that it felt immediate to me when i read that hajma was there and not Justin long oh Hodgman had a reasonable price. And by the way, I'm sure Hodgman did just fine. Like, that was yeah. a six-figure appearance, but it wasn't the mid-six-figure appearance. I mean, if you had to shave, maybe that adds, like, another zero on the end. Maybe they paid for him to get a nice shave. Who knows? You know, that's my only, like, you guys were mentioning knowing people in the presentation, and I was thinking to myself, ah, my best friend from college went to high school with Justin Long. That's my closest association with the get, get a Mac <laughs> you, guy. Well, you know, a lot of, you know a lot of these people. I was just very surprised because I, had, no, I did, had never seen anybody in an Apple event who I had met before, and there were three people I yeah. had met before. So. Well, so there's Cable. Yeah, yeah. He, speaking of yeah. facial hair, he had a good mustache. I like that. He had a great mustache. He did. Yes, yeah. um, and uh, Ken Case was there. Oh yeah, Ken but he Case, didn't have right. his hat on, so I didn't recognize. But he did have a harp. Right, I don't yeah. want to harp on that. <laughs> yeah. He did have a harp. Yes, I did not see coming. Yeah, if you had harp on your bingo card, you really you should play <laughs> slots instead. <laughs> I, I did have I did like that segment of longtime Mac developers, you know, that have been developing apps for you know more than twenty five years or whatever. It felt like fan service. Yeah, I just wondered where I was. Yeah, I wondered where you were too, James. I, and I was going to be so pissed at you if you had been in that video and not told us ahead of time. I was going to be so mad. So it worked out fine. I, I mean, uh, maybe I was in that video and I just said too much to somebody and they cut me. That's, that's how it works. <laughs> did you shoot video for that thing? <laughs> no. I Did okay. I tell you the story of the how I got through to the auditions for one of those? No. A uh, cu- couple of years back? Oh, yeah. You told me um, about it at one point. So I it was at the point... When did Mike Hurley get married? <laughs> because basically I was going to have to fly from his uh I think it was two years ago. He got, he got married a year before me. I want to thank James Thompson for his support of the rebound and all of Relay FM. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was going to have to fly from that to LA for filming for a WWDC video. And 
in the end, I just didn't get the call back. So was that the uh, one that that yeah. uh, Hockenberry was in? Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, Hockenberry was in it. Yeah, so you've seen think... that one, John. You, you, you definitely know people who have been in Kino videos. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. I forgot about Hockenberry. <laughs> How can you forget so him? Great. He's gigantic. <laughs> Is it possible that they thought you were faking the accent and they were like, we don't want this guy. He's doing voices. Like maybe that's what happened? <laughs> no, I, I can't remember. I, I come up with, a, with a, a reasoning in my head for why they, they didn't pick me. Um, but I, I just think, yeah, they could, just couldn't handle all of mm-hmm. this too much handsomeness uh, yeah I mean, yeah sure yeah. right right uh it, it sort of messed with the the you know the the storyline that they were building for that video james somebody uh tweeted at you uh listener me here although he did it in the uh six colors slack not the rebound slack that apparently chris espinoza uh, espinoza like retweeted somebody asking about what like oh what happens with the developer kids <laughs> uh so who knows maybe something will happen for you after all Oh, interesting. Chris retweeted one of my tweets earlier as well. Oh, maybe you should ask him. <laughs> Look at this guy. Cut out the middleman. Yeah, send me the tracking number. <laughs> <laughs> is Dan getting all of our packages? Is that what I did happening? ask Hodgman That's... if he is shaved, but I don't have the answer yet. So I'll, I'll report back. When did I you, you asked him? Is that what happened? I did. Yes. All right. Keep us posted. That's I will. Critical infrastructure stuff. <laughs> this is, this yeah, is right, what we right. do. This is what we do. I've been wondering for a while. <laughs> this is what I do. Who have you got in your Rolodex that you can uh, contact? Just John Hodgman. That's it. Every single contact on my phone is John Hodgman. Just over and over again. It's pretty weird. <laughs> just variations on his name, that kind of thing. I just want you to know that Guy English is tweeting the same jokes that Dan made on the show, but to me. They took Henry Cavill's mustache from Justice League shoots and subtracted it shot by shot from his lip. Well, Guy and I share a brain. No surprise. Guy there. not on this show. <laughs> Are we, are we doing our picks? I didn't realize. I'm ready. I didn't realize incidentally that Apple. So I, I did notice when I went to order the new uh, Mac that they offer trade-ins, but I didn't want to get bogged down in it. So, uh, but it, they are offering. It looks like a decent amount for trade-ins on existing Macs, which they didn't really. I feel like used to do quite as much, like iPhones, yes, iPads, that kind of stuff. But it seems like they're being happier to use the uh, take a trade-in on your Mac now. I think all they want to do is is get those old Macs, Recycle take out them. the Intel chips, and just laugh at them. I think that's, that's, <laughs> that's probably it. That's probably it. Meltdown. Like, just going to slag. Grind and... up that aluminium and use it to make new ones. Pretty much what they do. Is it, you, do you guys want to do picks? That's what you're saying? You want to do picks? <laughs> I got I've picks. Got, I've got a pick. <laughs> okay. All James, right. go ahead. Guess, guess pick first. I'm assuming we're picking from absolutely anything. Yeah. Uh, that's the rule. Then... Uh, I pick the game Hades by Supergiant, mm. which mm. is an extremely fun uh, roguelike, roguelite uh, game where you're trying to break out of uh, sort of Greek myth uh, hell. Uh, and you can also romance a wide variety of characters, and it's got really great. Uh, voice acting and story which is weird can for, you pet the dog you can pet the dog the okay. cerberus but you can only pet one of his heads i was just gonna ask damn it. <laughs> uh the other two don't like it uh, actually the, the, there was a whole somebody did ask the developers why can't you pet the other two heads like petting one head of cerberus is not enough and they said basically um we're a small company it would take a lot to animate petting all the heads. So <laughs> we decided we would put that effort into making the game better. I can't say they chose wisely. But it's really good. Also, 
it works extremely well on a Mac, which is surprising. And I have been playing it on my MacBook Pro. Wondering if it's optimized for mm. Apple Silicon. Just don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, probably at this point it is. I mean, I can do my Apple Silicon plug in the uh, all of my stuff I had running in like 10 minutes. I also have a pick that's a video game, um, which I don't think we've talked about on this show yet. But God, uh, Mario 35 on the Nintendo Switch, where you play Super Mario Brothers against 34 other people all at the same time. And every enemy you stomp gets sent to one of them. <laughs> or more than one of them, uh, and whoever lasts the longest wins. Uh, it sounds insane, and it is insane, and I can't believe how fun it is. It's free if you have the Switch subscription, whatever that's called, the Nintendo mm-hmm. Switch account. They say they're going to get rid of the game in March, and I really hope they don't, because I both Liam and I both find it maddeningly addictive and delightful, and it's like... Uh, certainly nostalgia john hodgman says is a toxic impulse that's what he says on his podcast but there's the nostalgia element of it of like what you know you're replaying classic mario levels but then there's also the the very comically modern twists on it and it's it is hilarious and fun and competitive all in ways that i really enjoy i i cannot get enough of that game so that's my pick. i I hoped it was Mario at 35, yeah. like having a midlife crisis. <laughs> uh, I can't keep punching it's these questions. It's me, marks. Mario. Oh, my back. It hurts so much. <laughs> oh, you think your back hurts in your 30s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just wait. Dan's not just wait, Mario 35. I'm, I'm the only person in yeah, the 30s. Lex is the only young and left on the podcast. Let's talk yeah. again in two weeks' time. And, and time is coming for him soon enough. <laughs> I'm young at heart. <laughs> Are you? No. But your heart isn't young. <laughs> That's yeah. why I, I was gonna say, Did you have some sort of heart replacement? Is that? <laughs> My pick will prove that I'm not young. He has an apple silicon heart now. <laughs> My pick will show categorically that I am not young. What's pick? Pick? Uh, do you guys have picks? Please. I do. My pick. So my pick is... The um, Fountain of Youth. <laughs> It's a it's an odd one, but years and years ago, my, when I took my first uh, photography class when I was in junior high school, I got a Pentax K1000. And it was the pick for these kinds of things because it was a fully manual camera and you had to set everything. And so you had to learn all the settings for the camera. And uh, I had that camera for about 10 years until it got stolen in 1986 Mm. in Seattle. And I have missed it ever since. And I happened to mention this to some friends on a Zoom a few weeks ago. And so my birthday was was uh, last week. And so they bought me a Pentax K1000. Oh wow! And sent it to wow. me, and so I have been taking. And they sent they sent four rolls. We don't film. like you nearly that much. Going to say, and, and then, <laughs> I thought the end of that story was, and then they hired someone to rob me and steal the camera again <laughs> <laughs> to give me the whole experience. And it really oddly, it feels like I mean, it just feels like a little hole in my life has been filled because I I missed that uh-huh. camera forever, and now I have it, and I have been I have actually been taking pictures with it, um, and I'm very excited to finish my first roll of film. And I don't know what to do with it Man, after that. I, I kind of want to try that with the uh, when I was in like second grade and uh, some kid in my school stole. I had like a uh, Red Sox, like the bullpen jacket, like the warm up pitcher jacket. And somebody oh, yeah. stole it out of my locker at school. My parents were very, very angry at the school, but never saw it again. So, uh, yeah, maybe, you know, my birthday's coming up in about six months. So if anybody wants to just think of it. You should tell your friends, not the people on this podcast. Oh, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> James, you were saying? No, I'm just saying I'm sitting here in a Red Sox jacket with Maltz's camera. It's great. <laughs> the show is over. That was a long way uh, to go. <laughs> that was a long way to go to steal a camera. Eh, well, it, it created a hole in your heart. So. Yeah, also, I it. assume you traveled back in time to steal the, the jacket out of my locker, which is also a long way to go. 
Yeah. Yeah. I well, mean, if, if you could travel in time, that's what you would do. That's, I guess that's true. Just mess with you guys. Like you'd come into James's house and the closet would just be full of stuff that he's stolen from other people throughout time. That's actually pretty great. I love that idea. Uh, at D Morin, do you have a pick? Lex, do I have a pick? Uh, I'm not sure I have a great one. I, I did buy something new that I've been trying out and I, t- I actually talked to James about this already, but I'm very, I'm very uh, mixed on it, which is I, I succumbed to the obsession that is mechanical keyboards and bought a <laughs> oh, <yeah>. keyboard <laughs> and... I'm not sure how I feel, but there are some things I really like about it. And mainly, I'm, I'm not going to lie, my favorite feature is that I sprung for the one that has the RGB backlight and it has like different light patterns. And it's that's just fun. It's pretty. It's very soothing. I really so enjoy wait, that part of it. Which keyboard is this? It's the Keychron K2. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I have the, the one, the K1. Why do, like, this is my theory that all mechanical keyboards, they sound like Transformers. It's they like do then kind all of. the product names. Yeah. No, no, I'll agree with you on that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've been typing on the, the Magic Keyboard and before that the Apple Wireless Keyboard for, you know, a decade. And so I'm very used to, and between that and laptop keyboards, I'm used to that, the flat, you know, uh, chiclet style keyboard. So I have not used a mechanical keyboard in years. And it's definitely weird going back to that i find that i hit the wrong keys a lot obviously like all my muscle memories messed up from like where the arrow keys are and stuff like that um so i like the aesthetics of it but i am not sure that is a better experience for me like from a typing standpoint so what does cat think about your mechanical keyboard she like if she had to be here and hear me typing on it she would probably be pretty pretty pissed off but she is working I, in her office so but that doesn't it cannot up. be denied though that Moltz's um loud clicky keyboard was a great asset on an episode of friendly competition because like <laughs> it, it provided like real-time foley every time he was submitting answers and i really liked it like i didn't edit any of it out. <laughs> oh good i was because i was worried about that no no i liked it it was like here's the thinking oh sound. yeah i mean if you if you want me to like sit here and be like like did you know? Did you, did you know the reason that I had to do that? That I did that? That I, no, because it was no, because I, really I assumed like that we were doing a video Zoom. Like I assumed <laughs> somehow that this we were all going to be seeing each other. So I wanted to be in the in my office instead of in the basement, and and the whole setup was wrong for for what we were doing. So that was the whole deal. So, so Dan, do you think you're going to become one of these people who's uh, building keyboards no, on a I, Twitch I'm not, stream? I'm not Mike Hurley. <laughs> That's, <laughs> that's that's I, where i was going uh you know i i don't know it's it's an i'm ex- not either it's an expensive hobby i think is the like and i'm not sure that i mean it, i get enough out you're of an expensive it. hobby your face is an expensive <laughs> hobby it's all the makeup because you think it's video john we've told you for 300 plus shows there's no video on this show <laughs> yeah he shows up every week he keeps putting Looking it in the good. Dropbox. i'm sorry i forget what was the question again <laughs> No further questions. I think this is likely to be my only mechanical keyboard. I think that's it. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. I'll cut it off there.